There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm so tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I want to sleep. Again, with the singing. Lord, I, I'm exhausted. And I think what we'll be talking about today is fatigue. Post-brain injury fatigue, post-COVID fatigue, post-the-world fatigue. Are you in? Are you in? Are you in this with me, Lauren? If you're a human, you are in. So therefore, I'm not. Yes. (laughs) I'll take it. Boom. Intro done. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are The the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. I'm not bored. I'm exhausted. I am mentally drained, but I am pretty excited because with me, not in studio, because life isn't fair, but across the way on a computer screen is my beautiful, tiny ass kicking co-host, Lauren El Manzano. So, Lauren. Hello, guys. I start a petition that says Joe has to pick up his entire life and move closer to me because he moved further away and i will forever <laughs> bitch about this you have every right to and you know what you know what i'm bitching about being tired about everything over every, like i'm exhausted lauren now i am uh, i've been told i famously fight naps like a toddler and i complain about like i'm always up late i wake up pretty early i okay since, when do you go to sleep like what is um, your normal sleep pattern i don't even want to tell you because you're gonna yell at me I will. And I want everyone to know this so they can join me on the campaign to make Joe sleep. So what okay, is so- your normal <laughs> sleep situation pattern? Right before we, we started recording, we talked a little bit about right there. Before. I well, don't no, want no. right before. But I'm just saying like right before we, we briefly touched on oh. like therapy. And I feel like this is that this would be me talking in therapy. This is kind of like a therapeutic moment because I'm going to say it out loud. And Lauren, I'm just giving you fair warning. It sounds horrible. It's not horrible. It's not that bad. So my average sleep time is around closer to three o'clock in the morning. 
It's like, okay, but what's your wake up time? I don't sleep in past eight thirty ever. And it's normally like, I, I'll wake up at like seven, seven thirty. And then like if Felice is, is sleeping, which is rare, if she's sleeping, I'll get up and I'll just grab Stella and go for an early walk. If not, she'll say just it's too early. Go to bed. <laughs> lay down. I'm like, all right. So I'll lay down to like eight, eight thirty, and then I'll take my dog for a walk. So what are you doing up until three o'clock in the morning? Because I will Her- stay up late. Mm-hmm. Heroin. Oh, God, it's so much fun. No, no, the neuro don't do drugs. Stop deflecting with humor, with bad humor. <laughs> this is I'll intervention, it, Joe. Actually, I figured this out for me maybe about two months ago when like Felice was really, really concerned. Like when I see it, like she was like, Joe, you got to sleep. And she was like really like hammering in. And I'm like, I'm not. Well, actually, no, it was further before it was before COVID, before I had COVID. Where I was just like, I was never really tired. Like I wasn't falling asleep. Like I don't nap and I was really, really functional. I'm good on like four or five hours of sleep. And this is crazy for brain injury survivor, but I was. I need a certain amount of of me time. That sounds Mm -hmm. weird. I would wake up really early around seven because everything is quiet. As brain injury survivor, you understand this. There's a certain peace in the world just still being asleep and you being awake so i would do that for the first hour or so i would literally just kind of i would make my cup of coffee my shake and i would just kind of sit in silence okay is that is that gizmo uh it's him and bullet okay but bullet face does look like a bullet so gizmo if you guys haven't seen lauren's dog gizmo is the cutest monster ever He's just the most adorable. I I would like literally the first hour. I need at least an hour of just me time where it's just I'm drinking my my shake. I'm drinking my coffee and I'll literally Lauren. It sounds I sound like a crazy person. I'll just sit there in silence. That's not crazy. I I just sit sit quietly and it's just Mm -hmm. kind of it's very soothing for my brain. So that's in the morning. Then at night. I kind of need the same thing. I need to kind of wind down a little bit. So I need that just quiet time of everybody's asleep. Everything is quiet. All I hear is like crickets sometimes. No, no cars going by because I live on a very, very quiet street. And it's just quiet. The world's loud. And it's not just the noise of the world. People, motion, lights, scents, all of that is like noise to me. So I need the quiet where I'm just like sitting down. Sometimes I'll sit in silence which is, you know, the weird I'll, I'll game because that's kind of like my getaway where I'll just like walk or walk around the wasteland and fall out for, you know, play a, a Red Dead Redemption. So two. I'm hearing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And I completely agree. I, too, love like my favorite thing is to wake up and it's quiet in the house. There's, a, you know, I don't get it as much now because my mom now works from home. So and mm. she a lot of her. Um, their business is done in the UK. So my mom starts her day at like 6am. So she's on meetings all day. So, you know, but what it used to be, or like when I go abroad, my favorite thing to do is like start a quiet morning, no music, no TV, no nothing. And I make my cup of coffee. I sit outside. Like, that's great. That's not weird to need that time to yourself. And neither is it weird to have time to wind down. My wind Mm -hmm. down at night, I too am the I'm the youngest one in my household. Everyone goes to sleep. I like just hanging out. I'll go sit outside in the dark, looking at the stars or reading fan fiction on my phone. That's my ritual nerd. is reading fan fiction. Yes. Hello. My name is Lauren. <laughs> I am a nerd. I am the queen nerd. Bow at my feet. But 
I still need sleep. So I go to sleep usually every day between one and two thirty in the morning. So hey, again, that's you're, late. you're you're not weird. So this okay. is this other thing I'm hearing, Joe, is a lot of the mm-hmm. self judgment and weirdness, sure. I'm, and Lord, then making I'm a your Catholic. reality. This but is see, embedded in my that's soul. Another excuse. That's another excuse because this is another conversation, guys, about getting Joe to fucking therapy again. Well, that's a whole nother yeah. thing. Like I get up, my alarm goes off every day at seven thirty or 8 a.m., depending on mm-hmm. what day of the week it is. So I wake, I, I wake up at those times, and then I still find the way to have my moment to lump. But I'm still getting sleep, bro. Consistent right. sleep. Hey, I, we roughly, if you think about it, we vaguely have the same schedule. Sure. Yeah. But I also, uh, like, like, what's up with this? Like, you guys don't see it. Like, we're having a little bit of a stare down right now, because <laughs> I want to so bad call him on his bullshit uh, so bad because I pulled up research that we're going to talk about today. I I would lose a stare down a hundred percent because I fear Lauren. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a weird thing with me. Sleep has always been strange for the longest. And again, goes back to therapy. I'm sure you're going to yell at me. It's uh, the, the PTSD thing for the longest. I was afraid to go to sleep. That's Mm -hmm. where this whole weird pattern of me sleeping Mm -hmm. and not sleeping came from where, because the thing that happened to me at the hospital, blah, 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 it happened at around three o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. I was always afraid to go to bed around that time because I would start to get really anxious and kind of freak out a little bit. Once I was like home <laughs> and uh, much more functional, and I remember a lot more. I was talking like I didn't, you know, before I met you, I, I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to talk to. So I felt really isolated and alone. So the only people that were awake at that time were people overseas. So I met mm-hmm. Rianne and I met um, Noreen and that was the only time in my recovery where I felt understood or n- I'm doing quote fingers here. Normal. Like I felt like, mm-hmm. oh, this is I, I feel heard. I feel like I'm not alone in this world. So mm-hmm. I, I did that consistently and it just became like a thing where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I just I go to bed really late and I kind of wake up early and, you know, it's it's. Yeah, it's not like I'm losing hair. I don't have any hair. I can't get any more grays. I'm basically all gray. But the question becomes, is that enough sleep for your physical and mental recovery? Because everyone has different sleep thresholds and we might be like, I'm functional on five hours of sleep, but that might not be the amount of sleep you actually need in order to be recovering. Right. I don't know what I, I honestly, I have no idea what I need. I know that I, <laughs> I, I know that I'm pretty functional. You know, like my one cool doctor is like, well, how are you feeling? I'm like, I feel pretty good. He's like, all right, good. <laughs> that's, that's basically that's, it. If, that's, that's not, that's not comprehensive enough. Because again, this also comes down to our realities. Guys, Lauren has been in therapy consistently every week for six months. So I feel yeah, really mentally it. cool. Like you I'm just did therapy. a really cool thing with your hair right now. I just want to point out yeah. she took like it looked like a shoelace it and is. she tied it. <laughs> and now you look like a rock star. It looks amazing. It's a mess. But what do you call it? I like I literally for six months, guys, I have been in in mental therapy like two, three times a week. Uh, right now I'm like at once a week. The One of the things I have learned is that our brains, no matter one, brains are weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Brains do weird things right? Brains can be extremely mean in the, in their, in its convoluted sense of self-preservation. This is what I have discovered through my therapy. And basically my trauma has informed my reality. 
And so part of the healing is to address the trauma, process the trauma in order for reality to either Im- to improve or to go back to normal, quote unquote normal. But sometimes when we say, oh, I'm feeling good, That's good on the scale of your reality, which may not be good. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. Right? So True. you're cool. You're good. Doing great. Might be like a three on someone on like a bigger scale. But a three for you is killing it. True. I, I think I, I don't know what scale I'm on, but like for me, I, I physically, emotionally, I do pretty well with like five hours. Like I do, I do pretty, pretty damn well. And I, I don't really nap a whole hell of a, <laughs> a lot since I I was uh, almost murdered by my significant other when she poisoned me with COVID. <laughs> oh God, dude. Since, since I've had COVID, I sleep so much. I well, really, and I to. hate it. Like I, I really you do. Have like, to. I, it's, it's the long COVID. If, uh, if no one's had COVID, Lauren has had it twice now, guys. The fatigue is is, the fatigue and the brain fog for a lot of people is the freakiest part of it, because those are some of the symptoms from COVID they have shown to last into long COVID. And in general, yeah. And in general, when I had COVID the first time, I had the fatigue for three months. And so three months after I had COVID. And it's one of those things where it would just kind of hit you and it would go away like I'd be really cool for a couple of weeks. And then like randomly, it would hit me two for two or three days and then would be fine. And it's that kind of fatigue where you're not tired. Like I just remember the way I knew it was the COVID fatigue. My eyelids felt heavy. Like I could not open my eyes. That's how it felt. And it's almost, it would it's be, almost uncontrollable. Yeah. And you it kind of just will hit you randomly. Like the one of the times I had it, I was fucking driving, guys. And I was like, oh, get home, go home. It was fine. But like it's that That's it's so the scary. fatigue is uncontrollable and it's not satisfied by how much sleep you get. You have to sleep. But it's not like, oh, if I sleep because I have like, let's say I have a sleep deficit, it's going to satisfy that. But so if you are recovering from covid, have had covid and you have bouts of fatigue, it's probably due to covid because COVID stays in the body because it's a virus and it can stay there for a bit. It is the absolute worst. Um, I, I, I shared what maybe like I don't know, when, whenever a while ago that I fell asleep sitting up like that's how mm-hmm. intense the fatigue hit me. I've never experienced anything where, yeah, if you sit down, you're comfortable and you kind of like, yeah, you fall asleep. That's OK. I was sitting up like I'm sitting up in a chair like I wasn't leaning on anything. I fell asleep sitting up and I started to drool, which is that's common, (laughs) but not so quickly. I fell into like a really intense sleep. It it was uh, unlike anything I've ever felt. And now now I'm good. Now I'm I'm taking a nap maybe once a day. You know, sometimes if it's if it's even after 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 COVID. Um, When I uh, had COVID. I slept through the initial, like initially I did have naps, but like I don't nap in general. The only time I've ever really napped was when I'm in Spain because the entire city shuts down for like two, three hours for siesta. Siesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I don't know. I, I save all, I save all my reserves for nighttime. Yeah. I, I never nap. Like I really am a toddler. I'm just like, Nope, not going to do it. But now I, it's uncontrollable. It, it's exactly how you said your eyes feel heavy and you were like, Oh, it's an emergency. I need to get home now. That's what it is. And when mm-hmm. I kind of feel that it's like, Oh, within almost seconds it feels like i'm gonna be unconscious so i need to get into a bed like now or i'm i'm just gonna fall out on my feet it's intense i took it was was like maybe what two weeks ago i took a seven hour nap that's not a nap that's a sleep i took a sleep i took a a a mini coma (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i i had no choice i was that tired i i haven't felt anything like that since my first few months of recovery when the neuro fatigue was mm-hmm. just so intense where mid conversation I would fall asleep. I would literally mm-hmm. just nod off. That, that that's that's what it's like now. I'm tired all the time. And I just finished up with NAM, the Na- National Audio Music Merchants Conference. Boom. I remember that. And mm-hmm. it was very small this year. It was the first time I, I've gone um since the pandemic. And there was about small is about forty thousand people mm-hmm. at the conference, which is a lot of freaking people. I would I I knew what to expect because when I went last time there was about a hundred thousand people so it was less but it was still very overwhelming it was very big but I was mentally prepared to do it I was running off of pure adrenaline for a mm-hmm. good forty eight hours afterwards this is now seventy two hours any of those days no uh, very little very little like it, it was you 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 I think you understand this like when you first started to like do things again after your brain injury or even after I, I don't know things started opening up again there's a certain amount of excitement and adrenaline because you're around people you're around things this is like it's it's new it's something that you haven't done in a really long time I had that I was so amped up I got home and I was just wired wired mm-hmm. And then the next day what are we doing We're right back at it so we did it uh, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday and it was just a lot Sunday. I was like, I'm going to crash and I'm just going to like, no, I didn't. I was so amped up that I was full of adrenaline all the way till midday Monday when mm-hmm. I started to crash. And then mm-hmm. wait, what, 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 what are, t- okay. So yeah. spoiler, spoiler alert guys. We didn't just record this right now. So today is Tuesday. This is mm-hmm. four days, uh, three, four days after the conference. Today is the day where I have completely finally all the adrenaline is gone and I'm feeling more myself. I am so tired. Mm-hmm. I am I, I am beyond tired. Like it's hard for me to process stuff. It's hard for me. I'm losing words a lot more than I do normally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really, really difficult because like I'm finally like, oh, wow, that was like a really big thing. And I'm exhausted and it's all catching up to me right now. So naps are in my future for sure. So I want everyone to join me. Okay. (laughs) We're going to do a campaign about making Joe sleep. Okay. But in general, many people who are recovering from brain injuries or COVID or anyone with mental health issues, we know how important sleep is, but also how volatile sleep schedules can be. Like sometimes when you're depressed or have a depressive episode, you might sleep 18 hours, right? Yeah. Which not healthy, but like that's the reality when you're depressed is sometimes you're like, it's it's better to sleep. But, you know, or maybe if you are anxiety, like sleep is impossible because you spiral. I know when I've had some anxiety attacks before I had medication or before I had tools. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? 
Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into the thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to learn more. Use special code the neuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to get started. Like my safe space to help me go to sleep, which if you go to PTSD therapy, they help with these things. Anyways, guys, that's also my another campaign. Make him sleep. Go to therapy. I I, I like mm-hmm. the the term you use there, Lauren. It made me really really, really happy. Before you had tools. Yes, absolutely. You have Before such amazing tools. tools right now. I think it's amazing. I think it's yeah. so fucking great. I'm trying to lead by example and inspire you to go fucking do it. Anyways, <laughs> so we know, <laughs> so we know how important sleep is because there are some deep psychological effects of sleep deprivation. So if uh. you don't get sleep, it's not just like. You, you know, because there's like physical things. You don't feel good. You might gain weight. You don't have energy. But then there's psychological things. And you can develop psychological symptoms. They can contribute or worse than what you have. And so on here, some quick ones. Because like they say, while insomnia can be a symptom of psychiatric disorders like anxiety or depression or any of the bigger ones, it is now recognized that sleep problems can also contribute to the onset and worsening of different mental health problems, including depression, anxiety, and even suicidal ideation. And that's because your brain just doesn't have sleep. It doesn't rest. It doesn't have time. Because if you think about it, like what sleep also does is it helps Mm -hmm. reconcile your day. This is when our subconscious works. This is what dreams are. It kind of takes everything that's gone through the day, like a computer, and it's going through and kind of managing everything that's gone through. And it can trash things that you don't need to remember, put stuff in back for like a quick recall and, you know, then give you a funny dream about like chickens or something like that. But boo the space hamster. Yeah, whatever. Boo the space hamster. That is going to be your emotional support animal from me. It's going to be boo the space hamster. But that's why sleep is so important. Then and, you know, you don't have to remember your dreams, but everyone tends to dream because that's part of the brain reconciling the day. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my dreams, so I don't know. Um, it's not that I don't remember. That's that's like a, a, a sensitive subject to me. Oh, I course. haven't had a dream like a dream. Mm-hmm. I've had fuck, I almost cried. I've had nightmares. Yeah. Like I have had nightmares. I have not had a, a dream since my brain injury. And it really messes with my head because I don't dream. People dream. I don't dream. And it really like I, like I'm sour to that. Like I, I don't understand it really. But yeah, I don't dream. It's kind of a bummer. But another thing, not just, you know, not dreaming, but they say they've done studies in the medical community on sleep deprivation that show that even healthy people who don't have any sort of mental illness will experience increased anxiety and distress after Mm. poor sleep. This is why they say, like, if you pull all nighters or if you party for straight days, like for every I think it's like if you miss one day of like quality sleep, you have a sleep deficit that takes two or three days to like. Uh, fill it back up. It's not just one to one. There is a, a an exponential 
uh, sleep cost. Right. And so on top of that, it says those people with mental health disorders, that's, that's us. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says, it says those with mental health disorders are even more likely to experience chronic sleep problems. And in turn, these sleep problems are likely to exacerbate psychiatric symptoms and increase the risk for suicide because the brain can't sleep and it can't rest. So it's, yeah. So that's why sleep is so important to our physical well-being, just getting better physically, but also our mental well-being. Our brains need a break. Oh, wow. It was, um, Joe I, had did, no, that, I did. It, it, look, it has not been easy times. Like the last little, look, it's just had, life just isn't easy sometimes. You know, there are patches, Mm-mm. but it's been like really, really tough patch with everything like the, the the world personally professionally like everything was just like really well covid hit uh, like me and I, there was a couple of like points where it was literally like man this is i and i remember this and i say this and i, I trigger warning i guess mm-hmm. i don't want to upset a- anybody um but there you know thinking about like robin williams thinking mm-hmm. about chris cornell Thinking about Mm -hmm. all of these amazing people who had everything they just had, you know, something wrong with them. There was something a little bit off. They had like a a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then because people are like, I don't understand. They had everything. How -hmm. could they, you know, uh, uh, kill themselves? Like, how could they do that? And there's like a really recent patch of time where I'm like, I get it. Not that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do something. But like, I completely understood Sometimes mm-hmm. as and again, I've, I say this all, a, a lot like suicide. It, it's never an answer. It's it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Like all, all of this chaos, even though it seems like it's forever and it's never going to end. That's not true. It's really not true. As chaotic as it is, there is there is an end and, and we, we can get there. We don't need to do anything rash. Mm-hmm. But the fact that people are like, I just don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand because you've never had to deal with mental issues. You never had to deal with mental health issues, never had to deal with depression or anxiety or or any any of that stuff. So there was like, you know, I don't know if it was a couple. Yeah, probably a couple of weeks ago where I'm like, I, don't know, I, I understand that like mm-hmm. life is really, really hard. And sometimes yeah. like I, I, I never would be like. And I just understood that's the part that like I was really scared at that mm-hmm. moment. Where I was like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get why they're like, I, 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 it's too, it's too painful. Mm-hmm. I would rather have nothing than to deal with this, even though, you know, they're like, just like, look, we all know how beautiful life is and how precious it is. But sometimes the brain will make you think that it's not that. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those times where the brain was just like, it's 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 too much pain it's too much Mm -hmm. pain and you just want relief from that pain no matter what and it's like yeah but there's beautiful things yeah those beautiful things i can't even see them because i'm in so much pain and it's not Mm -hmm. not physical pain this is a different type of pain this Mm -hmm. is an emotional pain that is indescribable and it was like literally it was just like oh yeah rebel like i i understand it like i completely understand it not even that like i think i get it it's like no 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 i get it that was scary yeah. to me that was really really scary to me and of i think course. at that time i wasn't really sleeping at all like mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. at all like my my not that the night terrors haven't come back which i'm really thankful for mm-hmm. but like i just wasn't really it was it was just a lot everything was a lot like just mm-hmm. Even my normal joys, like my cup of coffee and shake in the morning, mm-hmm. like even that, that wasn't fun. That wasn't mm-hmm. peace. That mm-hmm. was pain. And it was those times where it was just like, 
Oh man, yeah. And I, I wasn't. I'm thinking back. I was like, yeah, I just wasn't really sleeping. At, at, I wasn't even getting my five five hours. I was getting well, you know broken sleep. Right, and then on top of getting like quality sleep, because there there's a difference between quality over quantity as well. Huge, huge difference. So on top of a, you know the sleep, there's also something that's super important, which is our circadian rhythm. Right. I, I, uh, I, I've heard about that. There's a, a specific time in well, in the night where you get your um uh, the the deep sleep. Well, circadian rhythms is a 24 hour cycle. So it's not just mm-hmm. your REM and your which is your rapid eye movement. It's a 24 hour cycle that's part of our body's internal clock, which runs in the background to carry out essential functions and processes. Um, it's the, also known as your sleep wake cycle. And different parts of our bodies uh, or different systems of our bodies follow the rhythm. And it says that are synchronized with a master clock in the brain. And so this is like environmental cues like light or like temperature, like that can affect it as well. And so it says when your circadian rhythm is thrown off, it can create significant sleeping problems like insomnia. I was going to, I'm pulling this off guys off the sleep foundation. And so what else can like your circadian, if you have, if your circadian rhythm is off, what else can it accept, uh, like affect? And so there's evidence that has connected it to your metabolism and weight because it controls the regulation of your blood sugar and cholesterol. But it, it also in, could influence your mental health, including the risk of psychiatric illnesses like depression and bipolar disorder, along with the potential for neurodegenerative diseases like dementia. Oh my God, um, no. Oh my yeah, God, and also, that's frightening. A disrupted circadian rhythm can affect your immune system. That's why it's so mm-hmm. important to sleep because that yeah. or, or fall because that's on top of it. You'll notice sometimes that if you're not sleeping, your immune system drops. You usually get oh, cold, yeah. get sick. Sometimes that's when you get COVID. Like as a woman, there mm-hmm. is there there's evidence that shows that when you're about to start your uh, your period, your cycle, that uh, your immune system drops as well because it has mm-hmm. to do with your hormones. Honestly, that's every time I've caught COVID was right before my period. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's it's because you're bleeding to death. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that, that is wild. Oh, yeah. And so that's also wild. this is a potential con- contributor to sleep apnea, by the way. Mm-hmm. But a disrupted rhythm can also, um, the reason this is what it does is without proper signaling from the internal clock, you can struggle to fall asleep. You can wake up during the night or be unable to sleep as long as you want in the morning. And so your total sleep is reduced and disrupted circadian rhythm can mean shallower, fragmented and lower quality sleep. And that sleep is the way you know, it almost it's almost better to not have sleep at all than to have that broken sleep because I just don't <laughs> feel good. I really just don't feel good when it's just like that broken sleep. That's the perfect way to describe yeah. it. I, I I do pretty well once I'm I'm there. Like once it's like, yeah, it's time to go to bed. Like I'll I'll fall asleep pretty quickly and I'll I don't really wake up, you know, like I, I'll sleep my I'll sleep my solid five. I get my solid five. High five to that. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> but this is just also part of the larger conversation of like, what are, you know, I, I feel like sometimes, and I was guilty of this too, is when we have a mental illness or a brain injury, sometimes we tend to narrow our scope to just that. Right. Like, so if I have anxiety, right, or I have PTSD, it's just to that. So my anxiety is tied to my PTSD, right? So I just focus on that. 
And I'm like, okay, either like I'm going to mental health therapy, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm just like, well, that's what it is. But oftentimes there's other things that are contributing that can worsen the -hmm. disorder or make it better. Right. And one of those is sleep. And sleep is so important because that can exacerbate and make whatever hardships you're already dealing with seem or be even worse. Quality sleep, not necessarily more sleep, but quality sleep can alleviate or make it better. Same thing with diet, exercise. Mm, yes. It's it's holistic. <clears throat> so I think sometimes we focus so much, it's almost like blinders. And also a lot of maybe or not a lot, some conventional medical treatments again you can mm-hmm. make sure you get a good doctor quality doctor as well absolutely completely just focus on the small quote-unquote the small issue like the anxiety and not right. maybe necessarily look at the greater thing like are you getting enough exercise throughout the day you need some you don't have to do a lot you don't have to be crazy like me and do and exercise six seven days a week because you know my job it's exercise it's are you going outside? We've talked about this with like vitamin D. Scared. You need real sun. You need well, to, you need to be a plant. You need to hydrate and you need to get sun. <laughs> Photosynthesis. But on top <laughs> of it, it's not just remember uh, we didn't uh, during COVID during lockdown, we did an episode talking about like blue light and how a lot of people were getting yeah. headaches and stuff. And it was the idea of like, you need to look outside. You need to go outside and get like real like sunlight. That's a great episode. You talked about uh, uh, having uh, the digital concussion. Oh, yeah, the digital concussion. So it's, I think, see, look, you had a better memory than I did. Um, But it's that idea as well. It's like, it, you know, someone might be like, oh, I have a headache from being in, you know, looking at my computer all day. So they might invest in all these vitamins and supplements and things when a alternative treatment might be going outside for 10, 20 minutes and looking far away. Oh, my God. I, mm-hmm. I'm so angry because this is okay. So this is where I come from. My family. Mm-hmm. Okay. My upbringing, my mother <laughs> was starting to become vitamin D deficient. She went mm-hmm. to the doctor and he's like, your vitamin D is really, really low. So he gave her an option. You go outside mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes a day. Do you get the mm-hmm. natural sun? That's it. That's it. You just go mm-hmm. outside. It, it'd be great too. You go for a walk. It's going to help your blood pressure. It, it, it's really, it's you do that every day and then that's it. Or, I could just give you a vitamin D pill. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'll take the pill. She took mm-hmm. the pill. And there are some people who don't have access to sunlight, depending on where right. part of the world you live. True. In, right. Very true. If you're, you know, people like in Seattle, if you're in the U.S. Oh, my gosh. If you live in, like in Sweden, you live in a northern, a very northern country where you don't have access to light many days or you live in a climate that the majority of your time is spent in storms and rain. That's right. where you have um, a lot of people develop higher rates of depression, but it comes mm-hmm. from, cause there's a word for it. And I cannot think of the word about that type. There's a specific term for that depression from a lack of vitamin D. Then you, then, you know, supplements are great, but again, it, they always say like, if you can naturally get your vitamins from your environment or right. from the food you eat, those are going to be, your body is uh, like your body is a machine and that's what it's trained or it knows how to process best and effectively. For sure. I mean, natural is always the best way to go. And I was thinking about like in Seattle, Seattle in mm-hmm. particular, the suicide rates in Seattle are outstandingly high. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy because it's Seasonal dark. depression, it, is that what it is? Something yeah, like oh, that. Yeah. Sorry, there, yeah, there's yeah. a word for that too. Yeah. Well, I, as several of my people suffer from seasonal depression. One in particular, one of my closest friends, um, M, live intentionally uh, on Instagram. She, you know, she she knows it. She knows, hey, I and she's accepted it and she's like owned it. 
I suffer from seasonal depression. It's coming up and I have to be mentally prepared, you know, and mm-hmm. now she's been able to, you know, rectify some of the issues that she's had in the past because she's realized it. I was going to say, I don't do it. I, I don't. I probably won't. A brain injury. Just saying. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good idea to a hundred percent. I'm not even defending it. Um, I think it's a good idea to have like a sleep diary. Right. Or oh, just. I don't do that. I think it's a good idea for people who like truly, truly oh. suffer with with sleep. Um, also, people who suffer from migraines. I, mm-hmm. I've advised a couple of people recently who are like, I, I, I don't know why my doctor doesn't really care. First off, find a new doctor. Secondly, mm-hmm. figure out if there are any triggers. Right. Figure out, like, g- keep track of what you eat for like two mm-hmm. weeks. You know, if you're getting migraines every two to three days, whatever it is, a couple of days a week, figure out what you're eating, figure out what you're doing, and you'll find, you'll figure out a pattern. You'll see what it is. Maybe it was a stressful conversation with a family member. Maybe you're allergic to eggs. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, it might just be something that that you could pinpoint. Maybe you're not getting out enough, but I think if we kind of like keep track of the things that we do, it can be really, really helpful, you know? Well, another thing that I think is super important is just hearing that and because I know Joe is also dehydration. Dehydration, I know as he drinks his water, I'm so proud, can fuck up a lot of systems in our body. Seriously. Um, especially in the autonomous, uh, like the uh, the like the things we don't control. Your breathing, your heart rate, you know, all that fun bodily functions that we don't think about that just right. go on its own. A, a same thing with adrenaline. Dehydration can definitely affect that. And also overconsumption of caffeine will do that too. So that's the other thing. Yeah, uh-huh, I'm looking at you, Joe. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I have a good caffeine. I have a good cup of coffee or two, but like you got to, that's another thing is when you're experiencing fatigue or lack of quality of sleep, broken sleep, um, you know, and it's becoming chronic, You have that's when it's like, okay, like Joe said, keeping track, what am I eating throughout a day? What am I drinking throughout a day? Am I exercising? I hate tracking shit, guys. That will make me neurotic <laughs> and it does every time. But when I am having, you know, challenging times, I do start taking stock and keeping some notes that don't trigger me in any way. But it's really important to do that. And then I'll notice usually I haven't been drinking enough water or I'm over consuming sodium, which will also give me a headache. Um, yeah. So oh, sodium those two is together. A, yeah, that's yeah, a bad and then idea. Adding caffeine. So if you have high caffeine, high sodium and low water, like yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So, 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 so uh, low, yeah. Well, so, sodium will dehydrate you. What yeah, else? Sodium, dehydrate sodium you? is Ca- good for you. Sodium is, is good for you, Not but within range. Yeah. And also caffeine, it will mm-hmm. dehydrate. If you're thirsty, mm-hmm. don't drink coffee. It's going to make you more thirsty. Don't do that. Or coffee and water, you know, do both. <laughs> and then on top of that, you have to kind of do your mental health hygiene which is not just our exercises. It's not just journaling. And this is a direct attack to Joe, but it's all because <laughs> we say this all the time, but it's also seeking out professionals, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not me and Joe. Okay. We are experts and professionals at having brain injuries and dealing yep. with mental health, but we are not these professionals that deal with it. So we are speaking nope. from personal experience. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the neuro nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag #YouSoRock Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at JoeSoRocks.com/YouSoRock, and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so, so rock. rock. <laughs> so of what we've done 
and from reading credible research, you know, like everything right. I always quote, I try to make sure I am guys, Wikipedia and WebMD are not your friends. Those no, will no, 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 send no. you on a spiral. But like you're looking at like, Johns Hopkins, you're looking yeah. at Harvard, you're looking at the National Health Institute. Like this is where you want to be pulling your studies or your articles. It's not Facebook. It's not, it's not TikTok. Like you can get inspired by those and then go do, I, I so hesitate on saying, go do your own research because it's really easy to get in an echo chamber and just yep. get reinforced information of what you want to hear. Right. But, I don't like the way that sounds. I'm going to go to here because I like the way that sounds. It's like, no, dude, if you don't like the way it sounds, just see where it's coming from. Is it true or yeah. is it not? That's what I'm that's what I'm worried about. So if that's when you want to be looking at literally like so one easy way is dot org really helps for your research. Yeah. But you're looking the big name if you're in the US, big names are Mayo Clinic, Harvard, yeah. Yale, any major university or especially a lot of like Ivy Leagues are nice to pull from. But any major university will also have reputable information. Um, like I did the Sleep Foundation. We've had some for like mental health. And I cannot remember like or the Heart Institute, uh, Stroke. Inst- I cannot remember these names because, you know, brain injury. But because <laughs> that's an excuse. But so on your mental health hygiene, it's finding these professionals with professional information. And just if you try a therapist, if you try a psychologist, if you try a psychiatrist that doesn't work for you. You mm-hmm. don't have to stay with them. You can find yes. another. And I know it's hard and I know it's taxing to kind of shop around or date because you're like, I'm putting in all this effort and being vulnerable. And that's 100% valid. But I always think about it this way. I'm, I'm going to put effort in in the beginning to go find someone that I connect with in order to have like peace and relief and working through well, shit later, long term. Yes. So this is also, again, directly targeted to Joe <laughs> because <laughs> shit. Yeah. I've been in therapy for six months over zoom. Okay. And I used to it's be that person. Well, and I agree. And I used to be that person like zoom's not going to fucking work, but I was in such a bad place. I don't like to be in a bad place, guys. Right. I don't like to sit in that. And I understand it feels good. It feels easy. But for me personally, and I say easy in quotes, it's not easy, but it's this, right. this, this, Anyways, no judgment, but like, that's what that is because that becomes comfortable. Okay. We suffer and it's comfortable in that sense. So I was in such a bad place. At least I hit my bad place limit that Mm -hmm. I was like, I will take zoom over feeling like this. And I will say it was a little awkward at first, but within two sessions, I was fine. And I connected with my therapist. I'm actually really proud of you for doing that too. It's a big deal. And I was treating two things. I was treating, I had a talk therapist, guys, which is someone I was addressing my anxiety and depression um, Mm -hmm. from my traumatic accident, which is actually coming up. I'm coming up on in a week. It'll be one year, actually. June June 15th will be one year. I didn't die. Yay. Because that was real. But on top of that, I started... EMDR PTSD therapy, which we will talk about on a later episode, which how yes, amazing this has that. been for me. Um, it's not for everyone, but there's alternative treatments for mental health. So it's not just 
sit down and talk with someone. There's art therapy, there's music therapy, there's Jungian therapy, there is like all different types of therapy. There's all the different colors and methods of the rainbow. So Mm -hmm. if standard talk therapy doesn't work for you, that's totally cool. Maybe you can't communicate effectively in talk therapy. There are other types of therapy out there that you might connect more on, but it's again, finding that professional to help you if you, because we can't do it on our own, especially with brain injuries, because the brain I have found will be mean. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, I love the way you said that, though, you know, that there are other options. It's a great point. It it doesn't Mm -hmm. just have to be one thing. The world Mm -hmm. is a a, (laughs) there's no one thing anymore. It really is. There are so many different flavors to everything. So if classic therapy Mm -hmm. doesn't work for you, you're right. Music therapy. There's Mm -hmm. there's art therapy. There's Mm -hmm. horse therapy Mm -hmm. for brain injury survivors, you know, which Mm -hmm. is apparently incredibly helpful. Yes. Just find your thing. And I know it sucks. It's like dating. Mm -hmm. It's it's not fun. But Mm -hmm. and I also love the way you said, yeah, it's going to suck for a little bit right now. But yeah, right now it's pulling off the bandaid. Right. Mm-hmm. It hurts right now, but then you or, don't have to deal with that long term pain. And it's and, and again, not every it, everyone has their own style. I am pull off the bandaid and suffer intensely for a very short period of time. Some right. people can't do that. And that's 100 yeah. percent valid. But you have to find a therapy slash therapist that matches your style and is going to push you when you need to be pushed and also not. So you got to find someone you again, that's that shopping dating. around that dating. The dating, man. It really is. And again, it's finding a good one. Just every not every therapist is a good therapist. So no. you might have had a bad experience that left like a bad taste in your mouth and you're like, "Well, I don't want to go through that again." And shit happens. I feel like again, a dating is a great equivalent to this is like you've been burned once and so now you're you're blocking your heart because you don't want to be hurt again. But what does that also limit? What does that where does that put you for the rest of your like moment or life? Right. And so you never know what healing may await you. And right. so right. I would you, encourage you, you all to be brave and go yeah. out there. <laughs> you're literally you're blocking yourself off, you know, from living like the best life possible. It's like, hey, right? I had my heart broken, so I will never love again. It's like, no, dude, you unfortunately had your heart broken by the wrong person. The right hmm. person's out there. You just got to find that person. Hmm. <laughs> Joe, will I, you, you know be what? taking your own advice? I, I, I am. So I'm not anti therapy. If anything, I'm like really pro therapy. I'm just for not everyone really, else. For a hundred percent. No, no. Like, I'm just not really, I, I haven't tried like the zoom thing, but I will, I will give it a go because I don't, first off, I feel, I, I, I feel like Lauren will physically harm me if am I, I don't. And I physically, I'm physically afraid of her. Secondly, I trust you. Like I, I trust you. If you're like, Hey, this is really helpful. At least try it. I'm not going to not try it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm not just going to be like, nope, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's Joe 1.0. I, I don't do that stuff anymore, you know, and I have issues with therapists because my first therapist was like the worst. The second one was incredible. And then she just left. So now I have like abandonment issues. And then the third one was like, she was OK. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, oh, thank goodness, because she was kind of the worst. And she wasn't just OK. She was she was OK. Like, that's it was just OK. So I'm I'm now on the hunt again. So I, I, I'm i going to try this out and, and we're going to figure out who knows who, who knows what's going to happen. Maybe I'll do horse therapy. I live next to an aquatic center. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's inspiring what you've done. Like it really is. It, it, it really is great to see you even preaching this stuff, because 
you're made of granite, mm-hmm. Lauren, and it's oh, just that, so nice that's to part see of my oh. trauma, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I had to deal with that because that was a trauma thing too. this this intensity, this massive amounts of control. But that's for another for, uh, oh, for, for, another for sure. Day. But it's it's beautiful to see that type of vulnerability to be like, hey, you know what? Yes, I am made of adamantium steel. But I feel and I'm going to feel better by doing these things. I think we can all I think we can all do this. Right. Like if I can do it, anybody could do it because I'm an idiot. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to take the first step, guys. Just the first step, because. It feels better, even if you come out of a session feeling like shit, you feel better. You feel lighter. It's a weight. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's lighter. If you start feeling mentally better and then you're sleeping better and you're eating better and you are drinking water, you start kind of moving up almost at like an like a a accelerated rate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you're 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 it's like jet fuel for your for your recovery and not even just brain injury survivors, just anybody who's going through anything like it's really going to recovering from COVID. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, almost everybody like it's it's really going to um, help <clears throat> help everybody. I hear it, uh, one theme because I talk about doctors and therapists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people like all doctors are awful. They don't care. Look, it's hard to find a really good doctor. It is, especially yes. if you don't have the funds to spend on Absolutely. an excellent doctor. Right. If Absolutely. you have like a barely there insurance, it's going to suck for a while, but there are good doctors out there. Normally, it's doctors who haven't been jaded yet. It's younger doctors. You know, it's these old doctors who are just like, uh, I don't care anymore. They're just collecting a check. You have to burn through. I've burned through several of those because they don't care. I found a doctor who actually cares. You just have to find them. So it's not everybody. Stop being scorned. Like we're adults <laughs> here. Well, and, and not to, every doctor is horrible. To go with that, I will absolutely acknowledge that. At least in the United States, for the most Mm -hmm. part, mental health is cost prohibitive. Mental health treatment is cost prohibitive. I am paying out of pocket for my therapist and it is extremely expensive. And I am very lucky at this moment to be able to afford it. I've spent thousands of dollars, almost into tens of thousands of dollars at this point for mental health therapy, along with everything else I am currently doing. But, and it is, and it is absolutely cost prohibitive is absolutely a privilege in order to get quality mental health treatment. However, I would also say there are resources out there, at least in the United States and through the wonders of the internet um, we've yeah. talked about this before, uh, Joe. What was your what, what was that app? The cups of tea. Oh, uh, like uh, a, a seven cups of tea. Seven cups of tea. So there are places to get started. There are low cost alternatives. Yeah. Um, you may have if you have a brain injury and you have part of your support team is one of your advocates. Uh, you know, maybe you you need to ask your advocate to help you find low cost or work the system with your current insurance if you have yeah. insurance because oftentimes there are way if you have ppo you can probably you're probably if you're like me and you're on an hmo like you gotta gotta work your way see what yeah, you can you do f- find finagle the, the system f- seriously like i was very lucky 
I've talked about him before on my brain injury. I switched doctors immediately after I went and was diagnosed with the concussion from a random doctor I saw through I have Kaiser Insurance. And I immediately switched to him. And he's an amazing doctor. If you have trust with your doctor and your doctor really helps you, talk to them. Talk like, hey, how can I get better service? How can I get these testings? How can I get these resources? And they might be able to help you navigate whatever system that you need. I'll say this little little trick. Find an inside person. Normally the person that runs the front desk. Honestly, (laughs) if you befriend that person, they will give you the cheat code on how to get Mm. anything and everything that you need. It's it's pretty amazing, but it's important. It's important to take care of your physical health. It's also so important to take care of your mental health. It, It sucks. It's not easy, but it's necessary. And Lauren right here is living proof that it can be done. It can be done with grace because you're a rock star, Lauren El Manzano. I spend a lot of time (laughs) crying, guys, but it's great. It is. It is. And and when the tears come out, they come out like it, it's like <laughs> they're, oh, they're, it's like dimes coming out of her face <laughs> because even her tears are made of metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I honestly, Lauren, I, I am. I'm sincere. I'm really proud of you. Like this is this is like a r- really big deal. And I want to be proud you have of the, you, too. Well, one day, (laughs) like you have the physical strength to rip a tree out of the ground, but it takes (laughs) even more mental strength to do what you're doing. And that's that's where where like the true strength comes in. And I'm just always in awe of you, you tiny, amazing woman. So, you know, if nothing else, remember, hydrate, get some Mm -hmm. rest, take care of yourself emotionally, spiritually, physically, go to a doctor, date around, find the right one. It's going to be worth it in the end. Pull off the bandaid. Don't you slowly peel it off because we want to live life to its fullest. You can slowly peel it if you need to, guys. If you go need at to. your pace. Go at your pace. Yeah, go at your pace. Just hurry up. No, okay. don't go at your pace. So <laughs> right now, if you wanted to ask Lauren any questions about anything, mm-hmm. you can reach out to her at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joe Rocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Seriously, guys, I'm seeing it more and more and more. Hydrate. I do. I tell all my people, I'm like, hey, make sure you hydrate and get some rest. So do me, do me and Lauren, the neuro nerds, a favor, hydrate and rest. Take care of yourselves. If you guys need anything, remember the neuro, the neuro nerds, we are always here to help. And on that very helpful, amazing hydrated note, these neuro nerds are out. Yay. Sleep guys. (laughs) Go to sleep. <laughs> I literally like that's kind of like my sign off with my people now. Say, hey, make sure you hydrate. Like I do. It's really important. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 